You're listening to the Simple Growth Podcast, the show that helps business owners get their life back. Here's your host, Mike Callahan. Back on a regular basis here, uh, every Friday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern, where Cody and I are going to tag team uh, as we had in the past and get back to a regular basis to continue to provide the SA ecosystem with some great content and actionable items to grow up and grow and scale your service. So whether it is the uh, lawn care industry, home cleaning, pest control, pool services, uh, we are going to be coming here weekly, 12, um, you're killing me with background noise. (laughs) It's going to be 12 central, 1 p.m. Eastern. So um, Cody, I'll kind of turn it over to you you here to uh, make a quick intro or anything else you want to add for today's uh, SA Weekly Talk Show. And then we're going to jump right into conversational marketing, uh, the new shift in buying habits. And I'm going to go into the three things that you can do right now in your business to alleviate the chaos and double down on your um, sales process this year. Yeah. So over at Service Autopilot, we are just trying to put out as much useful content while everybody is uh, stuck at home um, in front of their computers most of the day. We figured this would be a great time to throw out some educational content, just content talking to people that we I've talked to a bunch of other times uh, on our various podcasts, the YouTube channel, all that, uh, to see how everybody's doing. And so Mike wanted to talk about conversational marketing, and that is something that he has been sending me things as he's been uh, building out chatbots and stuff, and I've been looking at them, and it's really cool. So we're we're diving in, and I'll be here to be uh, an audience stand-in while Mike is presenting to ask questions and be confused. It'll be great. I don't know, Cody, you're, you're ninja level over there at uh, Service Autopilot and Facebook and all things advertising. So uh, we will definitely be tapping into as a resource here. So I'm going to uh, try to manipulate the screen down here so you can actually see what we're looking at on the slide deck. And without any hopefully future delay, we will see what we can do here. All right. So we're actually going to probably go this way here just so you can actually see it because I have a feeling technology wise if... I pull uh, our pictures off the screen, the audio will actually um, disappear. So if we need to bump it out uh, while I'm talking, I'll pull uh, Cody's picture off. And while Cody's doing it, if we need to zoom in, I'll pull my picture off. But uh, uh, as far as Facebook Live, it's a new live entertainment uh, type thing that everybody's doing, whether it's Zoom, GoToMeeting. Uh, So we're all learning how to do this remote work thing with COVID-19. So bear with us, but we're gonna hop right into this and uh, dive into the presentation. So if somebody has never heard of conversational marketing, we're going to explain what it is and um, how to actually utilize it in your business right now. So uh, welcome to the SA Weekly Talk Show. Do me a favor, turn up your speakers, make sure you can hear us loud and clear as we're coming in. And uh, we're going to open up a little bit different than we normally do with our intros, but um, got a quick clip I want to play for you as we get into this.
So Cody, just want to give a little background of kind of my journey. If no one's ever seen the actual chaos that I ensued in my business before I actually started um, automating the business. So my, my give today for the SA Weekly Talk Show is the, the three simple secrets to kill the chaos while simultaneously exploding your sales on service autopilot this year. So Cody, one of the biggest questions that we find now is with this new buying shift of habits, um, my question for you is, what do you think these three co companies have in common? Amazon, Netflix, and Uber. Oh, can't hear your audio. You're... <laughs> Let me see if I can uh, pull Cody off and pull back on. All right, Cody, is that better? Can I hear you? Yeah, still no audio, brother. Um, all right, well, well, Cody's checking his audio there. I'm going to continue on just so we can actually um, roll through this in the allotted time. Um, but basically, the idea here is what do these three companies have in common, Amazon, Netflix, and Uber? And what they've actually done is they have figured out how to create a real-time buying experience. And what today's consumers really want today is – the ability to buy when it's convenient for them and in the channel they want to buy in. So um, obviously, if we were all going out to a conference where I traditionally would give a cock like this, 99% of the people in the room would be raising their hand that they didn't take a cab. They actually went out and grabbed an Uber or a Lyft and because it was convenient and they were able to make that buying decision on their time and when they were ready to do it. So kind of as I alluded to before, Amazon, Netflix, and Uber have created and figured out how to deliver real-time buying experience with it today's consumers demand. And the way service companies have been doing their sales and marketing processes um, to date right now is actually outbroken. In, it's, it's outdated. 99% uh, of the service companies that we see um, in a lot of the ecosystems, whether it's lawn care, home cleaning, pest control, uh, the process that they've built for consumers buying habits are basically disappearing. So they're selling to a way that consumers used to buy, not the way that they're buying now. So one of the examples I'd like to give is imagine it's the holiday time and you've actually just gone out to a big box store, something like Best Buy, and they're having one of those uh, amazing specials for a big screen, flat screen TV as they always do right around the holiday seasons. And that, that TV right now is on the wall and you've gone in, you've got cash in hand, you're ready to buy this TV, but you want to make sure that 72 inch bad boy is exactly what you want. But you check it out on the wall and it's exactly what you want. So you take your cash in hand, you actually go to the cash register um, to go buy this TV. But to your surprise, there's no sales employees at the actual kiosk. Um, but what you do find is right on the counter next to the checkout is a clipboard. And on that clipboard is a piece of paper and a pen. And what it says is if you would like to buy one of these TVs or any of the other products we have, please fill out the form below and we'll get back to you when it's convenient for us. And what I'm going to suggest is most businesses right now are doing the same exact thing in this crazy example of when people hit our website, we're forcing them to fill out their name, their email, phone number, and other information. And what we're telling our consumer at this point is we are happy to sell our services or get you a price for our services, but we're going to do it on our time when it's convenient for us. And we do not care about your time or the value that you may be bringing to our, co our company. 
So basically, uh, if Cody has audio, we're going to try this here in a second. Um, but basically, the idea is what has been at the core of the buying process since day one. So literally from back in the day when people were bartering for services and then they started to sell their own services, um, what, what has been at that start of that process from day one? Um, Cody, I'll give you another shot here, see if that audio is working. No audio. What can we do here? All right. Well, I'm going to continue with this, Cody, but uh, let me actually, you know what? Let me check your microphone. Uh, I have unmuted you, so the, the setting is definitely on your end. Um, but basically, back at the, the beginning of the days when things were bartered or people started selling things, is it was a conversation between the buyer and seller. And between this buyer and seller, what is down to the heart of the buying decision is really a conversation. And that is exactly what conversational marketing is built around. It's focusing on the power of real-time conversations that are between the buyer and seller. And the first thing that we want to look at is one of the top three things to help you put your business on autopilot is conversational marketing. And the first question I traditionally ask large groups of people, whether we're at SA5, SA6, or maybe an SA7 coming up here in Dallas next year, um, is, is your web website leaking revenue? And traditionally, if this was a one-to-many uh, talk, I would ask for a show of hand. So what I can tell you is um, it, it's interesting the feedback we've had in our last few live events around this conversation. And I want to know, how does your website stack up? And the show of hands usually in the crowd would be, does your website have a contact us form? And traditionally, we see the majority of the folks that at least have a website in the crowd say, yes, I have a, a contact us form. Now, do you have an estimate request form where someone can go in and type in their name and information to request an estimate? And that's usually about 55 to 60% of the room, which seems extremely low. But believe it or not, that's actually the stats that we see. Um, and then the next question is, do you have an estimate request form such as one you would build on Service Autopilot that would automatically enter the contact's information into Service Autopilot, no double entry, and then notify someone in the office with a deadline for accountability that that estimate needs to actually get done? Now the hands start coming down. So we're looking at maybe 35 to 40% of the people actually have an estimate request that automatically enters in to a CRM like Service Autopilot. Now, one of the huge benefits right now in Service Autopilot that Cody and I are going to be getting into in later episodes are V3, version 3 forms that have duplicate checking and a lot of other robust features that make this process on your website uh, extremely efficient and it saves a lot of double entry. Now, the next thing is a lead magnet. Do, do you have that on your website? And what a lead magnet is, is if someone's not ready to commit to give you the first name and email or last first name, last name and email, um, and request an estimate, we go in and just for a little ask, we ask for first name and email, and in exchange, we give them something of value, either a video series or a PDF, white paper, but it would be the six reasons to hire a lawn care professional, or the six secrets to have a squeaky clean master bedroom or bathroom in the cleaning industry. The idea is we're giving them something of value in exchange for their first name and their email, so we can get them in our list and start marketing them and warming those folks up. Next question is, do you have an automated estimate tool on your website? So where somebody can go in and type in some information and it will give them live property specific pricing 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now out of the room of 45 or 50 people at the last talk I gave around this topic, I think there was literally two people. This is the bleeding edge 
of the next marketing shift in the service industry. And like I said, it's not new. Netflix, Uber, and several others have figured this out. And this is the way people want to buy it. No one in the service industry or very few have adopted to it. Um, the next one is, do you have an automated estimate tool that has two-way interaction where if the office is open, a live person can actually jump in once this lead is qualified enough to hop in and say, hey, this is Mike from Callahan's Lawn Care. And I've noticed you've gone through and you've got some questions. Is there anything I can help you as a live person? So not only do they have an automated tool, but the automated tool pulls a live person in when that qualified lead is hot and ready to buy. And do you have a chat bot to communicate with prospects in real time? So not only is it an automated estimating tool, but we're going to show you some examples how to actually uh, build out and adopt a chat bot that could be, let's say, a customer service chat bot. Now, out of the room, uh, the last time I gave a similar presentation, I think there was one, maybe. Uh, in the whole entire room. So we're gonna go in and dial in and show you how you can use conversational marketing in your business now to go out and basically out adapt your competition in your local area. So the next thing we're looking at is the traditional way, this is broken out. Um, this is an example here of basically a form that would be on your website. And it's asking first name, last name, address, and some other information. And the way this traditionally happens when somebody hits their mobile phone or your website is the visitor will fill out a form. Hopefully there's an automated email confirming, letting them know that someone has accepted this and taken and someone's going to reach out to them. There is a notification in the CRM that something needs to be done. Hopefully it's a double, there's no double entry and it's automatically entered in the service autopilot. Then a physical person has to go in and go in and start to qualify this person. Are they in the service area? Is it a service we perform? And then they have to call or email out a quote. So you're looking at about five, potentially six manual steps that need to happen before we can take that visitor and transfer them into a customer. So I'm going to challenge you that there is a better way. But in, in mind of that, this is not a broken system. We still recommend having a form and a lead magnet because those are buying habits that some people are definitely going to adopt to. Um, but we need another tool in the toolbox to adopt to the new buying habits and be able to adjust to that in live time when these buying habits are different. So I'm hoping everybody here watching this doesn't fall into this stat. Um, but Cody, if you were able to respond, I would probably ask you, what's the percentage of companies that actually respond to estimate requests off their website? And traditionally, what I fear is, well, probably 75, 80, maybe 100%. Probably 100% people would, if you have a live hot lead that requests a quote, you'd respond. Shocking stats is after I went in and actually spent hours of researches, the problem is only 58% of all companies, uh, or 58% of the companies never follow up. So it's unbelievable that only 42% of all companies are actually following up when somebody fills out a request an estimate or a contact us form. So the solution that I'm going to bring to you guys and girls today is the ability and how to add the ability of real-time messaging to your website and your social media outlets. So the use of artificial intelligence to provide 24 service is the key to success here. And chatbots are not here to reduce or replace people in the buying habit. In, in the buying solution as well, or that system, chatbots are really here to reduce the tedious and repetitive tasks that people hate doing in our office. And as managers, owners, I will tell you, I absolutely hate 
managing and babysitting these tedious and repetitive tasks. So enter the chatbot and AI, artificial intelligence. Chatbots are here to supplement people in the sales process and can basically address some of the commonly asked FAQs or commonly asked questions. So the idea is this chatbot is going to start to warm these people up, qualify them, and then when and only when it's appropriate for the right person to jump in, they will be alerted to actually jump in and take a qualified and hot lead and close them on the spot. Or if it's in the middle of the night while no one's there, we've taken that person out of the selling equation and taken them off the street. So emotionally, they're going to commit to this process that they bought and uh, they're not going to be shopping you throughout the night to your other competitors that may have adopted to this technology. So chatbots are here to assist in forms and people in the sales process. And as we're looking at it, I've got some examples of Debbie Sardone's buckets and bows. Uh, Debbie and I did a, a one day boot camp where we had eight hours just of information packed um, stuff in Georgia. Uh, Martha Woodward, one of the other certified advisors for Service Autopilot, was uh, kind enough to invite us to her event down there for QBS. Um, but Debbie and I broke this down and uh, Debbie was gracious enough to let me share some of the things that she does on her website to a T. Um, but the first thing here is, if you can see it, is this chat bot from the right comes up and it says, hey, welcome to our service. Um, and basically, do you have any questions? Can you interact with you? So she has a live chat bot during uh, office hours that somebody in her office is alerted to. And I believe there's a bell or sound that goes off. If somebody's been on the website for a certain amount of time interacting with searching uh, factors or page, it alerts a live person to jump in and have a real-time communication. The second part is she has get a live quote on the website. So that can also be driven off this little chat bot. Um, so they get all the property specific information in the back. There's a pricing matrix and it will actually populate a live price where the person can sign up and commit live off her website through this automated bot. Now, the final one here is at the bottom uh, on the simple growth site, we have one driven through Facebook Messenger as well. So it automatically pops up and it says, hey, I'm Mike or I'm so-and-so, how can I help? And if it's a live person, the avatar of the person's uh, picture would be there. If not, I don't recommend uh, trying to fool people that it's not a live person. You want to be honest and, tr and, and transparent about it. But the idea is this bot is going to allow those real-time conversations when you're not open or when you're open, it will qualify them and pull a live person in just like Debbie does or Simple Growth does when that communication has hit a point where it's worth a live person jumping in. So the new way of converting website and social media leads are basically adding these bots for 24-7 conversations in sales. And as we're looking at the left-hand side here, we've got that five-step process. It's tedious. Um, we've got our form. We've got our lead magnet. These are things we want to keep here. So if you're already using Service Autopilot and you've built these features out, congratulations. You're probably doing most of mo more than most in your market already. But the idea is we want to be able to remove the roadblocks and enable the leads to buy and talk to your brand when they want to, when it's and not when it's convenient for you as the business. So the new way through conversational marketing and artificial intelligence is the area on the right. So I'm going to suggest you adopt these as we had adopted probably four or five years ago in Callahan's and actually have been doing live automated estimates for several years now. Um, but what I will tell you is it shortens that sales cycle and allows you to have those conversations um, when you need to have them. So the visitor goes in, they're qualified by the lot, bot 24-7, and then conversations. The sales rep spends 
the time only with the best leads, not the tire kickers, not the people outside of your market area. And we're closing more sales and bringing more value to your sales rep. Or if you are the only sales rep, you are only jumping in when it's the appropriate time and you're either working on the business and not in it, as Michael Gerber would say, or you're spending that quality time with friends and family, not letting that business own you like it did in my early days. So whoever gets closest to the customer is going to win. Consumers' communication preferences are changing. And if you believe the stats on Amazon, Netflix, and Uber, they've already changed. But the question today is, will you adopt to the new buying habits? Um, and if you aren't going to adopt, your potential consumer is going to find your competitor, whoever adapts first in your market. Messaging is going to eliminate the time gaps between that lead capture and qualifications. We've already shown you that, that compressed sales cycle in lead funnel. Uh, lead forms are not acknowledging people's presence on your website. And some people are not really willing to fill out those um, forms, Cody. And one of the things that, um, that we're finding is you need not only the bot, but you need the traditional form because some people uh, haven't adopted to this yet and they don't trust the bot and they think it's automated and squirrely. But most people right now are shifting to that. So we really need to attack both buying habits, in my opinion. So I'm not saying get rid of the forms. We need to supplement the forms of the bot and have it choose your own adventure. I'm going to show you how Debbie and a few other people actually took the bot and assisted people filling out the form to have a better lead conversion and lead acquisition as well. So with bots, you're collecting the data through a real-time conversation. And early in the talk, we talked about what was at the basis of all buying back from the day when a few people bartered. It was real-time conversations. So if you build your bot out, have a little humor, and make them engaging and intriguing, that is going to replicate a real-time conversation. And if they're qualified and they're hot and you opt to drive a real person in, you can actually have a live human-to-human -human conversation inside the bot as well. So there's basically three main parts um, to this new conversational marketing approach, and they are capture, qualify, and connect. Now, I'm going to call connect 3A and 3B when I break this down. But on a high level, we're taking a five- or six-step process now and creating it as a live process over three steps to basically capture, qualify, connect, and turn them into a customer. So your sales team now is going to spend more time talking with leads, person-to-person, in less time creating these tedious tasks. And I'm going to actually show you uh, some massive stats here near the end of this that is going to just absolutely blow your mind, at least it did me. So the first thing that we're looking at is capture. This is when that visitor comes to that website. So once again, I got Debbie's example here of the automated bot with the conversation or the automated input um, or input for an automated quote on the website. So there's different areas we want to be able to check this. So obviously on your website, but the next area is social media. So whether it's Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, wherever these are at, we can build these bots and insert them there. On the right-hand side, um, I've got a cleaning example, but it literally says we specialize in residential home cleaning. Click below to get a quote. It looks like a person's typing, and then we enter our street in, uh, address in, and it goes out to Zillow and grabs the real address. The beauty of these bots, when you build them out, is they can have logic in there. So if it's not an actual address where they type it incorrectly, the bot can politely come back through some humor like, hey, uh, looks like you might have mistyped your street. You know, do we need help finding your home or can you type in the real address? But then they type it back in and when it's the right address, it goes in. So there's logic. Those qualifying questions and things that may be wrong, the bot is smart enough to actually realize them and continue the conversation real time when there's bad information put in. 
So the next thing we're looking at is qualify. That's when that lead comes in. Can we, one basic example is, are you in our service area? So this right here is an example I built out in my, my actual city. And these are all postal codes here. And these postal codes basically say, if the postal code is exactly this postal code, send them to option A. Good news, you're in our service area. We have a few questions to get your live quote in the next minute or two. What's your service address? Option number two here is unfortunately, we have not expanded our lawn care cleaning services to your service area, but we'll get out to you when we expand your neighborhood. So a lot of times when we go to expand our service business to a new area, we don't have a qualified database of people living in there and we have to go out and continue to market and build brand awareness. So how cool would that be, Cody, if this bot could say, hey, you're not in our service area, but we'll reach out to you. But if anybody outside your service area that's around your area you're servicing, which I can tell you happens a lot, you're building a qualified database of leads to market to. So when you're ready to go put out that next cleaning crew, that next lawn mowing or fertilizing crew, you've got a qualified database of potential clients that are actually just sitting there waiting for you. And I will tell you, and if you're, you're hedging the next bet of technology and shift, um, Jonathan always talks about the next shift, uh, Potoshnik of the uh, Lawn Care Millionaire, the co-founder of Service Autopilot. This is where I'm hedging my bet. This is the new email marketing list of the future inside Messenger or a chatbot. Now, there are some new rules and regulations that just came down um, the pipeline, and I'm going to break those down for you for best practice. But at the end of the day, email isn't dead, and I'm going to show you some amazing stats on how to use email with, alongside this. But the next tool you need to do and build a list is in a Messenger platform. And this is the next shift in technology and buying habits, in my opinion. Third part is connect. And this is going to be the A-B scenario. So now we've gotten their information through a real-time conversation that feels natural. We qualify them that they are interested in the service that we offer in our service area. Well, how often would you like this service? Weekly, every other week, every three weeks, every four weeks. Obviously, this is a cleaning example, but same idea for lawn care, pest control, or any other service. But now we've got real-time estimates. And we're going to capture the opportunity when they're hot and ready to buy. We're not going to wait them to wait tomorrow morning when you get to the office 9 a.m. to think about calling them back after the chaos settles. We're going to try to connect and close right now over the conversation. So two or three B is connect. And we're going to go in and say, awesome. Your first visit usually takes a little bit longer to clean this house. Your initial cleaning, it's the top, the bottom clean is 143. And your once a week service for maintenance is $71. And we've taken the address they've given us. But the secret here, Cody, is they've never given us how many bedrooms or bathrooms their home is. That information was automatically pulled from Zillow and inserted in here to make the price personal in real, in real time that we know what we're talking about and we've actually done our research. Now there's an emotional connection. That person goes, oh my gosh, I didn't even tell them how many bedrooms or bathrooms I have, but they must know, and this must be an accurate quote, because they actually have been able to tell me something I didn't know. And the idea is they're going to go down and click below to get started. So whether you're using bots and conversational marketing or not, a pricing matrix will help speed up the estimate. I highly, highly recommend it. And what a pricing matrix is on a very high level is setting up a base price. So let's say in a lawn mowing example, between one and 5,000 square feet is our base price of $38 or $40 a mow. And then each square foot or each additional thousand square feet above the 5,000 adds another increment of price. So the idea is we wanna standardize and be able to delegate it to anyone in your office to give quick estimates 
over measuring online on Max Pro inside Service Autopilot, or if you go into a scenario of a automated bot or website pricing tool, it's gonna tie into a product such as Zillow and pull property specific information in and automatically calculate the price. So what we're recommending is use Zillow to collect the square foot price quickly, simplify the estimating process to turn anybody on your team, even a technician into a rockstar all-stater or estimator, and stop money being left on the table because if people can't buy in real time in the middle of the night off your website, they are gonna to go to the next competitor that's adopted this technology. And what we've learned is there's three main ways of quoting automated through the bot or on your website. Um, and the way we build it out at Simple Growth is this bot isn't only on social media, it's on social media, it's on landing pages, and it's on your website. And there's three or four different ways they can actually interact with it. Um, so whether they're texting into it, um, we've integrated text message MMS, SMS into the messaging and automated estimate too. Um, so you get several different ways and I'll break down how you utilize it. So if you're looking at this and you're like, I don't have a social media presence or my website tends to get a lot of traffic, it doesn't matter. We're going to show you how to tackle this over multiple platforms. Um, so if you're in the mindset of, Mike, this may have worked in your market, but my business is just different. My market doesn't buy this way. I'm here to tell you, especially after COVID, your market is buying this way. The question is, are you going to get out of your own way and actually be there where they're buying? Um, so the next objection is, well, maybe I don't feel comfortable giving an exact price. Well, that's the first price that I'm going to recommend the bot gives is you can quote an exact price. But if you're not that comfortable or maybe a spring fall cleanup or your initial deep clean and home cleaning, we can do a high low price range based on the data from Zillow on a matrices. So we have exact price, higher low price range, you can get you in the ballpark. Or if you're completely uncomfortable, you could do a straight hourly quote. So we've taken the risk out of providing real time estimates by creating and exploring three different ways that you can actually quote. So if you're building this out yourself, um, these are different ways that I found that you can do this for best practice and get to a level that you're comfortable with if you're just getting your toes wet with this. So the next thing we want to do is capture new leads contact information right inside the bot. So there's two different ways we want to tackle this or basically three communication points that we for best practice recommend doing this. So for phone calls, we want to get their phone number, their mobile phone number. So we can physically make phone calls out as a to do or a task or even a ticket as service autopilot continues their, their process. But this to do or ticket would be applied to a specific person or role in your business to go call Mrs. Smith. SMS, we grab their cell phone or mobile number and we can have automated um, either from service autopilot or inside um, some of the bot platforms will actually do automated SMS inside the bot as well. So phone calls, text messaging, and yes, email. Email is not dead. I'm gonna show you some staggering stats here in a few slides. If you adhere to best practice with email, it is a great way to convert sales. But where we see this as an issue is it's a one-to-many and it's automated. So you can go one-to-one -one emails or it's an automated email blast. Now, what I will warn you is with working with now well over 300 clients um, in as a certified advisor with Service Autopilot is there's a correct way to use email. There is a significantly wrong way to use email. Um, and I'm not on a pedestal preaching because in the early, early days of automations, eight or nine years ago when we started using it, we did it the wrong way. But we realized there is a right way. And the secret to email is to create a personalized but automated communication. So we want to talk specifically to where they're at in the customer life cycle. 
So uh, one of the emails I just saw from a larger franchise, I'm on one of their email lists, it literally blasted out and it said, it's time to renew your lawn mowing for the season. And it was in the upper Northeast, so they don't want it for everything canceled. And they wanted a renewal. Um, so it's time to renew your lawn mowing. Um, so hit this button below to, to go down and renew your lawn mowing. But if you've already signed up or you've canceled our services, just ignore this email. So that is not the best way of doing it, in my opinion. We want to have a conversation of where they're at and make it look personal. You don't want a ton of HTML code. You want it to look like a person actually ripped this email off from their desk and it's talking to you if they're a customer or they're not a customer or if they're a canceled customer. And that personalization is where email open rates um, traditionally are around 30%, 33%. That's the holy grail of automated emails. Uh, I'm going to show you some things in a little bit later in this conversation how we're seeing between 52 to 53 to 73% click-through rate in an email, which is staggering. But that's the secret sauce. We want it to look personal and not automated and talk to exactly where they're at. So once we're in there, we've got our phone number, text message information, and email. We're going to sync and automate and lead uh, client data automatically. So whether they're coming from the bot on your website, social media messenger, a website form, uh, off your website, we're going to basically pull them in and what we've done is actually figured out how to sync the contacts in through basically an API or a sync that we've built. Um, but the, you know, obviously if you have a skill set, this is something can be done. So we're not looking to sell a service, but we're exploring the different ways this can be done is we've actually created a sync and it's a one way sync, but whether they came from your website, social media or your web, uh, your website form, it automatically enters them into service autopilot with no double entry. It does a duplicate checking. It checks to make sure it's good and it enters them as a lead, which is a good thing because we want to be able to convert that lead into a client for sales conversion and tracking and reporting. So that's one of the benefits that I see in V3 forms is it enters that in as a lead, not a client. It eliminates that option for a purpose. Um, but once it automatically now enters in the service autopilot, somebody's going to be alerted that this action happened and assign a task or a ticket with a deadline for accountability. And then we'll drive them in to service autopilot automation to drive and continue to nurture and upsell systematically based on where they're at in the customer lifecycle and based on the timing of your specific market and services. So the idea is we want to take all the manual repetitive tasks out of it and let that workflow go right from those different outlets in the service autopilot and then trigger your automations that you build in service autopilot. So I'm wishing you had some audio here, Cody, because I'd love your feedback on this, but I, I will keep rolling. So there's new rules of engagement on Facebook Messenger. I kind of alluded to that. As of March 4, 2020, you only have a 24-hour uh, window to do a broadcast, a one-to-many. So very similar like an email blast, you can actually do a blast or a communication through Messenger. Um, so this was a big shift. Um, and like I said earlier, the person who has the biggest Messenger list is going to probably be the winner just like the person who had the biggest email list. Now, this does retract from this a little bit. But inside many of the messenger platforms we've been building in, in natively inside the messenger bot or when you sync it with service autopilot, we are going to be able to continue to email, have personal phone calls, text messaging, and ringless voicemail bombs. And ringless voicemail bombs will replace those personal calls, but it's a pre-recorded message and it's not like a robocall. But what happens is it hits the cell phone on file, looks like a missed call, and leaves a message. So it could be something to fact like, hey, it's Mike from Callahan's Lawn Care. So sorry, Miss, you wanted to leave you this voicemail. We just talked to you on Facebook Messenger. 
three days ago, which is literally three days ago. So it's personal and automated. Um, but want to see if you have any questions regarding our services. It looked like you got to the checkout page. Um, want to make sure nothing happened to you. And if you if you need need some help or you need to sign up, we want to reach out to you and just give us a call back um, at our office. Or feel free to sign back up in Messenger where you, you've left off. So we can have that personal but automated conversation because a lot of people don't like to get on the phone or don't have the time. So we've replaced those phone calls. But in order to make this happen, we need that email. We need the phone number. We need the mobile phone. And statistically, they say 80% of all sales are closed at five or more touches. Um, and what I'm hear a lot, especially in the springtime, is that, um, hey, Mike, you know, my market is filled with low ballers. That's the word we hear, low ballers. Everybody's a low baller. Everybody's got the lowest price. I don't know how they're running. They must not have insurance. You know, they, they must not be using real equipment, whatever that is. And let's be honest, folks. I honestly think, and I got into that mindset, we've got to get past that. But what if I challenged you for a minute and said, maybe your competitor down the street that's just driving sales up and down and you can't compete with them. What if they weren't a low baller? Maybe they came more consistently to the table and followed up five or more times on every estimate they dropped. So if you are not following up five or more touches on every estimate that you provide, you're missing out statistically on 80% of the sales in your market. So I think it's a cop out in, of calling people low ballers and, and things like that and blaming that and using an excuse. And let's be honest, there are some low ballers, but is, is it possibly the fact that you're not coming to the table as consistently and as personal as the competitor down the street? Now I'm gonna, rec I'm gonna suggest nine times out of 10, that person down the street is just coming to the table more consistently. And if you're gonna come to the table more consistently, five or more times, it's not just emails that are automated. It's not just phone calls. It's not just text messages. It's not Facebook messages or ringless voicemail bombs. It's a combination of all the communication channels spread out systematically in a personal but automated fashion. And that's the key to success that we see in this. So bots are perfect for FAQs. The frequently asked questions that take time away from those salespeople. Leads ask your bot, uh, leads are gonna ask your bot, questions and the bot's actually going to answer. So AI, artificial intelligence, we can build commonly asked questions and responses in there. We're going to cater the experience to the needs of each lead. So it's not necessarily um, a, a one for all adventure. It's going to be the choose your own adventure. When you're a kid, you've got to select the, the choices. The bot is going to take you through those different channels. And those bots are going to provide that self-service and information that your consumer or future consumer is looking for 24-7. So why not be the voice of information and answers in your market 24-7 when your folks are home sleeping? And we're going to go in and automate those tedious, repetitive tasks that people hate doing. And I'll tell you what, Cody, I hate managing. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you just kind of a, a side bit here is when we started beta testing some of these bots for the general public with Simple Growth, um, I had my phone actually. I forgot to turn the notifications off. So my phone was sitting on my nightstand between 10 and about 3 a.m., and the freaking thing went off so much from people hitting the simple growth bot that it vibrated literally from the middle of my nightstand off the ground at about 2.33 in the morning. And my wife jumped up, thought I was having an affair or something. She, oh my God, who's calling your phone? Who's blowing it up? I looked, I'm like, we've got 45 or 50 people that just differently interact with their Facebook bot tonight. Um, so if you are beta testing this, definitely uh, your husband and wife's going to wonder why your phone is vibrating in the middle of the night so much. Turn off the notifications. Um, but the idea is we want to take those tedious and repetitive tasks and pull them off people because there's better things they can be doing. 
Uh, syncing the bots to your CRM, your customer relationship management software, such as Service Autopilot, is going to save your office time and money. This is where I wish I had the audio, Cody, but I'm going to speak for you for a little bit. So by eliminating most of the data entry that must be done into Service Autopilot, your sales team now can concentrate on doing what they do best, building relationships and closing deals. And isn't that what a salesperson is supposed to be doing? Building relationships with future leads and existing clients and closing more deals. So through the research, and these are ballpark numbers, a full-time salesperson 52 weeks a year works approximately 2,000 hours a year. With bots and AI, it saves approximately 832 hours a year of manual and repetitive tasks that people will be doing, double entering. One example is literally if your website form or bot doesn't automatically enter them into Service Autopilot, that is hours and hours and hours a week, especially in the spring, that that salesperson is going to have to do that. But when we start to automate all that, statistically, on an average, by using bots and AI and those syncs, we're adding an extra 20 weeks of relationship building in sales. So, Cody, if you could answer, I would say, how many more sales could you gain this year if you were able to give every one of your salespeople an additional 20 weeks of time to nurture the relationship with existing clients and upsell, raise that client lifetime value, and go out and sell and create more personalized live conversations when the bot says they're hot and ready to go. I don't know about you, but I'd like to have an extra 20 weeks of a salesperson up and running this year. So these are the exponential things that we saw in our business. And now a lot of the businesses we're working with as a certified advisor are seeing the same kind of results. So five steps to implement bots in your business this year. So as we're closing it up, you might say, Mike, this sounds great, but how am I going to do this in my business this year? Well, we're going to show you. So first question is, are you going to be the early adopter? Don't be like the taxi drivers of the past. Um, and to my knowledge or, or basically research is the taxi industry has operated the same exact way since June 16th, 1897. It was the first time somebody actually paid for a taxi service. If you went to a taxi driver in New York City or LA and said, listen, this guy right here in the next 12 months is going to put you out of business and they're going to allow people to hire taxi services real time when they want them and change the way people buy. They would have said you were nuts. Question is, are you going to be the next taxi driver of the lawn care or cleaning industry? Or are you going to go out and deliver real-time buying experiences that your consumers and future consumers are demanding? And that's what the challenge is today right here. So step number one, we're going to add real-time messaging to your website and start capturing leads directly that sync into your CRM or service autopilot. First tip is don't act like the bot is automated. We used Bill Murray here as just an example for some humor. We don't necessarily have to pretend it's a real person, but make it engaging so they continue to want to see what's going on. And then give your leads the option on the right to fill out the form. But it's kind of cool because this guy right down here is an actual bot. Is there any way I can help you fill out this form and expedite the process? So if someone's old school and they don't feel like they want to interact with the bot, that bot still can assist them to fill out the form if they have some questions. Step number two, rethink your email marketing strategy. I've kind of alluded to this. Real-time conversations based on where the person is a customer lifecycle. We want to automate your emails and use segmentation to have personal but automated conversations and use more plain text emails. There's nothing worse than the email trying to sound like it's personal and written by someone and you have your logo and a picture or a video done. I don't know about you, Cody, but I haven't sent any personal emails lately with a picture of my logo set on the top of it. 
just doesn't look real. And people are starting to tune those out. So the success that we've seen at Simple Growth as a certified advisor is we're seeing our open rates of our clients between 53 and 72%. And I'm going to share the secret sauce with you. You definitely can't see it down here on this Facebook Live. But what this says is it says, hey, Stacy, I just wanted to reach out and see if any questions regarding our estimate. If you would like me to save a spot on the spot or save a spot on the list this season, let me know. Have a great Saturday. Secret sauce is in the bottom of Cody. That looks like it's sent from somebody in your office's iPhone. And it actually looks like it's a personal email. You can't see it down there, but the M on Mike is actually the lower place. It is a it is an obvious typo that we did on purpose. We're not trying to be deceitful, but my idea is if I'm going to take the time to make this be personal, might as well make it look personal. So what we find at Simple Growth, this is actually one of our emails that we use in 20 days to close. It's our automated estimate follow-up. And we follow the same process as the bots. Automated text, automated email, and personal phone calls or endless voicemail bombs. But this email right here closes 20% of all the sales on average, lawn care and home cleaning, both industries with a percentage either way, without the, the company ever having to talk to them. And you know why? Because people wake up and they think or think that we've woken up two days after us and they thought about them. So this is one of the five touches I recommend to close 80% of the sales in the market. Step number three, qualify leads through conversation. Let them know you're a live person. So when that bot says, hey, Mike, it's time to hop in this person in your service area. They want a service we want. And they're starting to put the product property information in. Ask some questions through the bot to get to that point. What problems are they trying to solve? Do they have a lawn care company, cleaning company now? How soon are they looking to have the service done? So before the bot pulls you in, this is what the bot could be asking. And based on the temperature of these three questions, the bot's going to say, okay, take the automated process or take them down here. If the person says, I need the lawn mow today or house clean today, well, most businesses aren't going to have that day turnaround. So that, that lead is qualified, but they're not qualified for a hot conversation with somebody in your office, depending on how you determine that. Step number four, we want to filter out and target the hottest leads in real time. So based on how, how they engage on your website, we can put different things on your website. If they've seen three pages and been on your website for more than three minutes, we may suck a live person in. Based on sites they've come from, so based on the bot and the different process you set up, we can actually see if they came from your competitor's websites. My guess, that's a hot lead. We may want to talk to that person. Or based on the location, so kind of the example I said, hey, what's your postal code? Or through the IP address, you may be able to dial in some more advanced products to actually figure that out. But we want to target and filter out those hot leads after we've qualified them from step three. Now, the fifth and final step is building a lead qualification and chatbot for automated communication. So uh, I've got two, three minutes here before we wrap this up. Um, but the idea is uh, you've already kind of seen the Bill Murray lawn example. If our friends in the home cleaning industry are watching, I want to show a quick uh, half a minute video here of the bots for cleaning for live time. And we've also done one for some for snow removal. I'll show you those real quick. Just to get an idea of what this looks like in the different industries that use service autopilot. So what's going on here is uh, this is just kind of opening up and giving some general information how we're going to capture square footage, all the information from Zillow. And we're going to check out the demo. So basically, now that we've hit this, this is what a consumer or future consumer would say. We specialize in residential home cleaning. Get your free personalized quote. And they're going to go in, and it looks like a live person's typing, so it's engaged. But, hey, what's your service address? So we're going to have the future consumer type that in. Like I said, if it's not in Zillow and not a real address, it's going to actually recycle back and ask the consumer. Um, but as the consumer types their message in, 
It's going to save the information, sync with Service Autopilot. Uh, if you end up building a sync yourself that way, and I'd recommend that's the way to go. And now it's calling out to Zillow and saying, hey, does this address exist? And what is the square footage of the turf? And what is the square footage of the living area, the cleaning area, in a cleaning example? So it goes the livable square feet, so that'd be the cleanable square feet. And it's also going to pull those information in for how many bedrooms and bathrooms as well. So that's where, at the end of the screenshot I showed of this, we had the, wait, they didn't ask me how many bedrooms and bathrooms I had, but it gave it to me. So now the consumer says, okay, I'm interested in a weekly, bi-weekly cleaning, whatever that may be. And it's racing back to a, 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 basically a standardized pricing matrices in the back end. And now, it, just like in the screenshot, first clean is 143 bucks. It's going to take a little bit longer. But after we clean it once, it's going to be 71 bucks a month based on your address and three bedrooms, three bathrooms. So as that comes in, they can click start. And based on the bot or what you do, it's going to capture their phone number, their email, and um, it can process credit cards live inside the bot. Or if you're using Service Autopilot, I highly recommend using that sync and using um, Clarent, their credit card processing company, which is phenomenal and offering some amazing deals. So if you haven't checked that out, the percentages of Clarent are mind blowing right now. Um, so definitely if you're using SA, reach out to them. The idea is you would get the information, drive them to the SA and trigger a process to run those credit cards through Clarent. Um, but there is definitely the options for like on-demand snow plowing, um, which I'll show you in a second, where you could actually process the card live inside the messenger platform. And then the final one here, and I've got two minutes or three minutes at the end, because I'm going to open up for questions. Same kind of idea, but this bot is going to be pulling down. But the way we've tackled this is snow plowing. There's no way from Zillow or these other areas to figure out the square footage of pavement that's going to be plowed. So I'm going to show you how we address that. They're going to click let yes and, and dive into this. But it's pretty cool because we figured out how to do mulch installation and some other services that don't have Zillow information. So, hey, Mike. This is ABC Snow Removal Company. Would you like to get a free estimate? So the way we've tackled snow removal is a little bit different. We've done either an on-demand one-time service or a seasonal contract. So do you want it for this snow or do you want it for the season? So we have two different matrices on the back. So we're having real-time conversations based on their needs and continue to build that list. So it wants to know, okay, what's, what's your zip code? Well, this is where we would really want to qualify, Cody. Are you in our service area or are you not? Because if we don't plow, traditionally plowing areas are shrunk down more, we want to know. So, hey, great, you're in our service area. Let's get your address. But based on zip code, we've qualified them before we've actually gotten into the conversation. So we're typing in the address. Boom, great. Now it's going into the matrix on the back. And based on a one-time visit versus seasonal, we're going to be able to give them prices specifically on their needs live 24-7 without a person ever having to go here. Um, so it's actually right now with a little thing that looks like it's somebody's typing, it's going and calculating the price. Oh, actually, I, I misspoke. It hasn't calculated the price. It's going and entering the information and syncing it. So you can see here, Cody, it's got a picture of these cars. And what it's doing is based on this car diagram, how many cars wide and how many cars long is your driveway? And that's how we're doing. We're taking a car basing the average size of a car or SUV. What's the square footage of it? And we're going in and having the type the consumer type in, I've got two cars wide and three cars long. And then based on the square footage and the math at the back of the bot, hallelujah, we can do it. And here is your per pricing plow and your seasonal price. And they can actually go in and sign up live. And if you're out in the field plowing, you can get a notification on your phone or email or text to go out and plow that driveway. So uh, that is... All I've got here, if that wasn't enough, in the last literally 59 minutes, timed perfectly with uh, 
Cody's commentary. We are uh, we're doing well. But anybody in the live feed, if you have any questions, I've got a minute or two. Um, but hopefully that uh, is resonating, and hopefully there is some sound. So it looks like I had some comments about sound. So hopefully there is some sound. But uh, if not, we'll have to record this in a recorded version to repost it. So uh, comments and questions drop below. Otherwise, we will see you back again. SA Weekly Talk Show. Uh, Cody Owen, Mike Callahan coming back at you 12 Central, 1 p.m. Eastern weekly, bringing content to the SA community and helping you build and grow your business along with Service Autopilot on a weekly basis. Cody, thanks again, brother. I will uh, catch you again next week. If you like this show, you might want to check out our resources at www.startsimplegrowth.com. While you're there, enter to win an Estimator chatbot. Mike Callahan is available for private coaching.